Hello again. This is Alistair Spears, publisher of Now Jakarta magazine, bringing you another podcast. Our podcasts can be on anything, but they should be related to life in Jakarta. And this one certainly is. As we start to recover from the COVID crisis, or we hope to recover soon from the COVID crisis, we have to remind ourselves of the challenges we were trying to find solutions to before we got distracted. Here in Jakarta, there are many air and water pollution, traffic, waste management, energy use, among many others. All the things that we associate with being sustainable. Can we really expect Jakarta to become a sustainable city? How do we measure it? Where do we start? A quick and easy way to do that is to see what others have done and see if we can copy them. That's why I'm taking you on a tour of the world's most sustainable cities and how they got that enviable title. So our podcast today is about the most sustainable cities in the world. But let's start off with an interesting quotation from Abraham Lincoln, President of the United States, in 1862 in a message to Congress, because he tells us how we're going to get there in some strange and old language. The dogmas of the quiet past are inadequate to the stormy present. The occasion is piled high with difficulty, and we must rise with the occasion. As our case is new, so we must think anew and act anew. We must disenthrall ourselves, and then we shall save our country. So what he's saying here is that we've got to leave the past behind. We have to look for new ways of doing things. Just continuing them isn't going to solve the problems. But let's start off by asking what are sustainable cities? Sustainable cities, also referred to as eco-cities or green cities, work towards creating environmentally, economically and socially resilient surroundings for their citizens without compromising the needs for future generations to thrive in the same environment. You know, we normally associate this with three factors, people, planet and profit. So let's look at what those stand for. People is the social factor. The people pillar looks at quality of life, assessing areas such as health, education and work-life balance. That's the people element. The planet element relates to the environment. This pillar examines areas including energy consumption, renewable energy share and green spaces. The third Profits, because you have to be profitable, you have to have an economic pillar to be sustainable as well. But that looks at the environment and the economic health of the city, including the ease of doing business, the GDP per capita and the connectivity. So let's look at the world's top 10 sustainable cities, at least that was measured over the last couple of years, and see what they did. We called those what wonderful name. Number one on our list is Copenhagen in Denmark, which many say is the Europe's most sustainable city. Let's look at the factors that make it that. The total number of bikes outnumbers the total number of cars. That's always a good way to start. The benefits of this are twofold, as the city can cut down on carbon emissions and the average health rate will be higher. Copenhagen aims to become the world's first carbon-neutral capital by the year 2025. Biking has become part of their culture. 
From 2010, Copenhagen has been integrating green roofs into their infrastructure. And by the end of 2019, all buses in Copenhagen made the shift to electric engines. They also planted 100,000 new trees and they uphold one of the world's best quality assurance tests for clean tap water. How do they get their energy? An array of advanced wind farms producing pollution-free, fossil-free and actually free energy from wind. Pretty good start. Number two on our list is Amsterdam in the Netherlands, which some call the city of bikes. Amsterdam is a perfect combination of the old and the new. They have more bikes than people, a major percentage of the population using bicycles to get to work or to school. Electric vehicles are all over the place with 300 charging stations spread across the city. They have a lot of homegrown organic food and clothes made from eco-friendly materials. They like to specialize in manufacturing processes that do not use any poisonous dyes or agents that contaminate water. Pretty good list of things from Amsterdam. Let's move on to Stockholm as number three on our list in Sweden. Another wonderful title, the cleanest city in Europe. Stockholm aims to be completely fossil free by 2050. I think it will manage that pretty well. It already has a well-laid system that keeps it running without using massive fossil fuel reserves. It has biofuel conversion plants that take sewage to produce biofuel from them. It has a waste heat system produced by data centers, shops and stadiums, and that's used for heating the residential houses of Stockholm. That makes it one of the cleanest cities in the European Union. Let's move across to Vancouver, Canada, which is a city in North America with the lowest carbon emissions. In fact, it's the least amount of carbon emissions in the whole of North America. In 2010, the city began supporting cyclists and went on to build separate lanes for them. Here in Jakarta, we've put bike lanes in, but they're part of the motor lanes. They're rather more dangerous than entirely separate lanes, which would encourage cyclists. There they encourage people to use electric vehicles instead of guzzling alternatives. They also make a case for farmers as the farmers markets all around Vancouver make sure that residents eat healthy food direct from the farms. There are several waste management projects in Vancouver that have started to make the city free from waste and all sorts of contamination. They're trying to make Vancouver the greenest city by 2020. Has it made it? We'll have to come back and look at that later. Now, next on our list is a city you've probably never heard of. Curitiba in Brazil. A city utilizing the power of recycling. An unlikely place to find this, but it's true. Curitiba is proudly called the green capital of Brazil. The city recycles 70% of its waste to reusable energy or products. It has a robust public transportation system that helps commuters to go around the city without depending on their personal vehicles. It also gives utmost priority to urban planning to make the whole layout more efficient. The city of Curitiba has 14 forests and 16 parks just in the urban area. It has an incentive program that exchanges recyclables and exchangeable items that buys tickets, snacks and sweets and cash. It installs a drive-in people to keep the city clean. This initiative alone feeds 7,000 of their citizens who are living in poor conditions. A remarkable and great result for a city in Brazil. Reykjavik in Iceland 
is a city aiming to move away from fossil fuels altogether. And it aims to be free from the grip of fossil fuels by 2050. And I think it's well on its way to doing that already. Geothermal wells in, in Iceland power many parts of the whole country, but especially in Reykjavik. The geothermal converts the water into steam, which is then used to generate electricity. And only 0.1% of Iceland's total electricity is produced from fossil fuels. So the rest of their fossil fuels are used in cars and motorcycles, so they can get rid of those by 2050 for sure. Also on our list are some notable other cities, Portland and Oregon, that teaches its citizens to embrace nature, San Francisco in California, the first American city to ban plastic water bottles, and Singapore, the greenest city in Asia, and we know their record is very good. Strangely enough, in South Africa, Cape Town is a city practicing effective waste management. Also worth mentioning on our list are some places that you may not think of as being sustainable. Oh, but certainly Oslo and Norway, the city of the future, will get on anybody's list. Their focus is on cutting down carbon emissions and waste. And the Oslo airport is home to a green terminal, the first of its kind in the world. Munich in Germany uh, targets to being 100% clean electricity by 2025. To protect the climate, Munich targets to reduce carbon emission by 10% every five years to become carbon neutral in 2050. A great target once again. Zurich in Switzerland, and we can always expect the Swiss to be in the forefront of sustainability. Zurich can count on a sustainable transport system and also invests in efficient and renewable energies. Zurich wants everyone using 2,000 watts of green energy by 2050. 2050 seems to be on everyone's agenda. It's a long way ahead. I think we should be doing things faster than that, but at least it's a, a good target. Vienna in Austria has a comprehensive climate protection strategy, sustainable business, sustainable procurement and recycling of bottles. The first city in the world to have a fleet of electric powered buses throughout the central city. Edinburgh in the United Kingdom and in Scotland, particularly highly ranked in the people portion of the analysis, thanks to its vibrant urban life. In fact, Edinburgh ranked number one in the world in terms of people. It's not surprising considering the city also enjoys a low crime rate and a relatively small income gap. But it's good to see that the people portion is just as important as the planet and profit portions. Now, a city which is a major conurbation, London in England, has introduced some draconian ideas which seem to be working. They introduced taxes on vehicles entering the central city during the weekends as a means of discouraging the overcrowding of cars. They collected revenue funds, public transportation and related infrastructures. The local government has implemented numerous strategies, including an air quality plan, noise reduction, which we don't hear about very often, and waste recycling, among other policies. The city has also adopted diesel-electric buses, which operate throughout the city to reduce carbon emission. These buses reduce carbon emissions by 40%, which helps the city achieve its goal of 60% greenhouse gas reduction by 2025. So that's a great list of cities and some great examples of what they're doing. Can Jakarta take any of those examples and make them happen? We're listening to bicycles, 
rather than motorcycles, electric buses rather than diesel or carbon-fueled buses, solar power and wind power. These are the things that have to happen if we're going to become sustainable. Now, we constantly hear about how the world is becoming more polluted every day. The oceans, rivers and even the air we breathe are getting contaminated at a staggering rate. And Jakarta is certainly one of those. We hit number one in the world during 2019. The more we continue to pollute these natural resources, the more it becomes hazardous for our well-being in the world. But this isn't just restricted to any one particular country but we're on the top of a global crisis that will soon render our lands uninhabitable if we don't take effective measures quickly. And this certainly applies to Jakarta, which saw a spike in air pollution to the point it was becoming unhealthy to live here. Now, to help you understand the gravity of this matter, let's look at some of the worldwide data on pollution. People who live in a polluted area are likely to be 20% more prone to lung cancer. That's not a good thing to hear. 20% of America's water bodies are unfit for swimming, never mind drinking, fishing, or sustaining aquatic life because of increased rates of water pollution. I'm pretty sure that applies to Jakarta's rivers as well. Breathing the air in Beijing, China, is equivalent to smoking 21 cigarettes a day. Once again, that happened to Jakarta last year. It's got better recently. We have to be very careful of that. Close to a thousand children in India die every day due to extreme water pollution. Once again, we are in that same category, so we have to be very careful. And around 50,000, according to this data, of deaths in the US are due to air pollution and the health effects that that causes. So we have to be extremely careful. Pollution is a hidden killer. So an eco-city or a green city pours effort into illuminating the overall carbon footprint of a city. And obviously that embraces nature and reduces this whole idea of having any form of pollution from vehicles or from power stations or from industry. We have to invest in eco-friendly projects that help us to sustain and nature to coexist aiming towards the sustenance and sustainability of our city. There are certain practices that need to be followed strictly to achieve such a goal. The primary being to find alternative sources of energy rather than depending on fossil fuels. And that applies, of course, to all motor vehicles. And in Jakarta, especially to motorcycles. In the development of a green city, the efforts are shared between the government and the citizens. So we have to have a private-public partnership to make this happen. And that will result in a city that is modern and environmentally friendly if we get it right. Now, there's definitely a link between this whole mass transportation system we've heard in most of these cities. And the goal of achieving sustainability is directly linked to that. As the world's number one urban motorcycle population, Jakarta can never expect to achieve sustainability until it embraces a complete ban on motorcycles. Create an electric bus, tram and an underground mass transit system that's all 100% non-polluting. And then change to totally 100% mandatory recycling in every building, office, mall, hotel, factory and every private house. 
Many cities have achieved it. We haven't really started here yet. Now, if we don't do that, we'll never make this list. Remember, Indonesia is a G20 country. We should be on the list of G20 sustainable cities. We must start on these things now or it won't happen. And remember, this is all linked to health. It's also lifestyle. People who live in sustainable cities live greener, more balanced lives. They have places to walk. They have places to look at nature. And that makes life sustainable and healthy. And that's what we really need. This is Alistair Spears from Now Jakarta saying thank you for listening to this podcast on the world's most sustainable cities and hoping that Jakarta can join that list soon. Thanks and see you again soon.